It's the Michelle the Trainer Show with your host, Michelle the Trainer. Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer. Aloha and welcome to episode 16 of the Michelle the Trainer Show. I'm Michelle the Trainer. Today's very special guest star is director Dempsey Tillman, director of The Art of Human Salvage. So dig this. The legendary actor Edward James Almost stars in this award-winning short film, The Art of Human Salvage, that's directed by our guest Dempsey Tillman. Please see the short film on YouTube. It's available at theartofhumansalvage.com. And I'm telling you, if sci-fi and steampunk is your thing, don't miss it. Have a really great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Hi, I'm Paula G of the Paula G Company and the fun and profit for the Active Entrepreneur Podcast, and you are listening to the Michelle the Trainer Show. Aloha, and welcome to the Michelle the Trainer Show. This is me. Today's very special guest star is Dempsey Tillman, director of the Art of Human Salvage short film starring Edward James Almost. Welcome, Dempsey. Hello. Aloha to everyone. Hey, so tell me everything, man. Tell me how you got your start to your directorness. First off, you got to love film to even want to go through all this mess that I had to go through to uh, to do what I do today. You know, I, I grew up in Michigan, uh, loved film as a kid. Came out to Hollywood and uh, said a few lies, told a few stories, and I made my way onto a big Hollywood set. When? Uh, when did you move? I moved out uh, from Michigan in 1996. Um, so I got a you know early start many years ago um, at this. Um, but I was able to the first film I landed on and was able to sit and watch um, the director do his thing was on a film called Training Day. Uh, Denzel Washington. Um, it was a great film directed by Antoine Fuqua. That's a so great a, film. Yeah, it was fantastic. So it gave me an opportunity to watch Denzel do his acting and, and Antoine to direct uh, Academy Award winning actor. So I got a great shot at learning how to do this thing correctly. And then what was your first job on, on in the film industry? Well, my first job, I started off kind of, uh, because I had a computer background and a film uh, production background, I went to Eastern Michigan University uh, for a film. Uh, when I came out to LA, I, uh, my first job combined both of those tools, film and, uh, computer graphics. So I became what's called a digital video assist engineer. And what that does is it allows me to be on set, listen to the director, record everything they're shooting and play it back at any given time. I can also edit the footage. I can add visual effects so that uh, the director or producer can improve a shot before they move on. And then that, so then that gives you the title of digital video engineer, right? Exactly, because I'm, I'm dealing with the digital, the HD footage that we're shooting, and I'm taking it, ingesting it into my computer systems. So, you know, that's, that's where the digital video part comes from. And the engineer is just being able to work with all the electronics and different uh, connections that I have to deal with on an ongoing basis in doing that job. I think it's really cool. And you were telling me how you're sort of like a, a resource hub for everything that happens in the film, right? You have every little piece of footage for everything. I'm, yeah, and you, I'm the only guy on the set, I mean, outside of the director or the script supervisor that sees every single take every single time. So, I mean, when you go to the theater, you're seeing a 90-minute to 130-minute movie. Uh, every shot, you're seeing one time. I've seen every single <laughs> shot at least 10 times. Imagine that. I'm seeing hours and hours and hours 
of you know uh, Tom Cruise doing the same thing over and over and over again. You know, which well, is that, well, we think it's it happens from magic, right? That Lady Gaga gets out there and sings a great song the first time, but rehearsals rehearsals happen. You know, things. It's necessary to get it right. It's necessary. You guys okay. are seeing the best of the best, of, you know, for every take. Um, but it takes work to get the best of the best. It takes planning. It takes preparation. It takes time. So. And then your desire to be a director. When when did that all come down? Uh, that happened uh, when my mother gave me a camera as a kid. Uh, <laughs> I used to uh, uh, record. <laughs> she used to take my camera and shoot the television set. I used to shoot videos from the TV and uh, get the film process. It was 8 millimeter film back then. What and I would show? The, I, well, I, I recorded MTV. Oh, there you go. When it was yeah, good. It was, <laughs> when it showed music videos. I liked music videos. You know what I mean? So I shot those on my 8 millimeter uh, black and white camera. And my mom would take me to the drugstore, get the film process. I spliced it together with my scissors and a pair of and scotch tape. Wow. And I project it for all the kids in the neighborhood. I recut the videos. You know, I cut Madonna videos with, with uh, Michael Jackson. You know, so, you know, Thriller was like a virgin. So I was doing all that kind of stuff a long <laughs> time ago, you know. That's really cool. And then, so, so the, to the director that you are today... Yes. Give me more of the the path. When we look at your IMDb profile, it is pretty amazing. You've got um, Die Hard or Live Free and Die Hard. You've got Lincoln. Um, you've got some. You have uh, Straight Out of Compton on there. Tell us yeah. more of the the path. So that's your sort of your digital video engineer day job, right? That's Which is job. epic on its own. But you know, my day job is my classroom. That's my classroom. That's the opportunity I have to uh, watch, learn, interact with the guys who are doing it, the guys who are the best at what they do, the guys who make the $100 million movies and they're successful. You know, uh, straight out of Compton, uh, I had the great opportunity to watch another, you know, American film icon, icon uh, F. Gary Gray. You know, he's directed some great movies, <clears throat> being an African-American director. There are very few who do big movies. He's one of them. But I had the opportunity to watch and learn and see how he controlled the set, how he dealt with actors. Um, that's very important. That's all of those type of things, working on those type of movies with those type of, types of people have groomed me uh, consciously and unconsciously uh, when it comes to me doing my own work. <clears throat> you know, I, I can only pull out a certain level of work because of what I've learned <clears throat> and because of the environments that I work in. So I'm accustomed to doing things a certain way, uh, making things look uh, as sharp and as, as putting as much quality as I can into the film within the budget I have, of course. Okay. So for example, like your work on Silicon Valley, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. so like, are you there like with Ehrlich in the room or, you know, or are, are you on the set or are you all, everything you do for that is post-production? Do you get it after they've shot it and then it's... No, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm there when we're shooting. I'm there with Ehrlich and all the other guys uh, while they're cracking their jokes. Um, half the time they're sitting in my seat. <laughs> I'm asking them to get up. Please, please go back to the set. Please go back to work. You know, give us another season of this. So, um, I, I'm in the mix. Show. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the mix with all the any any show I'm, I work on. I'm typically in the mix with um, the director, the producer, whoever's sitting in the chairs with the names on the back. I'm sitting right next to them. You know, um, so I interact with. Uh, I have interact with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Steven Spielberg. You know, the list goes on and on. Those are the people that. Um, are part of what I do. Yeah, so tell us about your Spielberg experiences. Well, I worked on a film called uh, Lincoln. 
uh, which just, was shot. Just a little film, right? Yeah, yeah, just a little film, little film called Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln was played by Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, I worked on that uh, two years ago. Uh, it was a fantastic opportunity. Now, listen, I grew up, I grew up watching Steven Spielberg. So, I know that before I moved to Los Angeles, my mother always said that she wanted to get me in front of Steven Spielberg. So, twenty years later, Boom. I had an opportunity there to work. Are. I mean, that's all I could tell the guy. When I first met him, I said, I said, Mr. Spielberg. He said, no, call me Steven. I was like, what? Call you Steven? <laughs> okay, Steven. And I told him all that my mom wanted me to come out here and meet him. And uh, he was gracious to hear that. You know, he, he even said, you know, I apologize that it took you so long to get to me. And when he said that, I was like, this guy, he's cooler than what I thought he was. You know, so it was, it was something I could check off my bucket list for sure. Yeah, you have some really amazing, that's a really amazing one, but you have some really fun stuff on your eye. I mean, you even have Dude, Where's My Car? You have the Dukes of How. You have some really fun stuff. Fast yeah. and the Furious, that's that's pretty technical footage. That is um, deep. That's that, Those were tough films to work on. I mean, you can the tell. Avengers, they, the Avengers, that's yeah, another. Yeah, come on. Oh, these that's, are technical that's films. These are hardcore action movies. You know what I mean? These are movies that ha- are using the, the latest Thor, and greatest you have Thor, filmmaking technology. Captain America, yeah. I got the whole Marvel family on there. That's big stuff. We love that stuff. My people love that stuff. We all love everybody. Everybody wants to be a superhero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So now we have Dempsey, the director of yes. this awesome short, The Art of Human Salvage. And the lead is Edward J. Olmos. How'd you meet him? How'd you make this connection? Well, the legendary Edward James Olmos, uh, you know, from uh, Blade Runner. I uh, worked on a film with him a few years ago. Actually, I worked on two films. I worked on a film called Green Hornet, uh, directed by Michelle Gondry, starring Seth Rogen. And I also worked uh, with Edward on a film called Two Guns, which was Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington. So um, one of the things I do is the Rubik's Cube. I can solve a Rubik's Cube in my fastest time is 50 seconds. Okay. So uh, Edward saw me (laughs) playing with the Rubik's Cube and he was like, you got to show me how to do that, Demps. I said, listen, I'll share with you how to solve a Rubik's Cube if you promise to be in a film that I make one day. So I showed him how to solve the cube. Time passed. That day came. I had a short that I wanted him to be in. I called him. I begged. I pleaded. He read the script. He said, you know what? I'd love to do it for you. And he came out and he blew it out the water for me. So that's how I got um, Edward James Almost. I taught him the Rubik's Cube and uh, one favor led to another. That is a stupendous story. And again, all my people, we love the freaking Rubik's Cube. We do. We do. Um, So when I watched The Art of Human Salvage, my takeaway was sort of a little Shyamalan, a little, a touch of Divergent, but a little bit of Matrix, a little bit of steampunk set decoration, some really awesome backgrounds and, you know, what I would consider to be like still photography because I'm like 100 years old, right? But, you know, to you, it's like some kind of digital video, I'm sure, uh, magic, sci-fi. right? Sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi scene. Sci-fi it's a type scene of, magic, it's right? It's a short film that you could turn off the sound and you would still feel the mood of what's happening. You still get the idea, the concept of the story. I mean, that's kind of what you want. You want to be able to turn down the sound and watch a film and still feel feel the era, feel the time, feel the textures 
of what the story is about. You know what I mean? So it's we, we beautiful, and it, the scenes are 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 both gripping. And what can you tell us? Because I don't want to give it away. Because I've watched it like twenty times. So. Well, all I can tell you is everyone, <laughs> everyone needs to watch it. I mean, it's it's a great film. And you've got Edward James almost. You got Jamie Walters who. He was on 90210 back in the day. He also sang that hit song, How Do You Talk to an Angel? <laughs> you got Matthew Boylan. Matthew Boylan, he's in uh, Straight Outta Compton. So we have a great cast for such a small film. It's a small, it's basically a proof of concept. It's very uh, intriguing and thought-provoking. It's sci-fi. It's a little like Ex Machina. It's, it's, it's you know, it's definitely got um, an edge and it leaves you with a lot of, you really want to see more. I really want to yeah. see more. I mean, it's, it's Blade Runner. Yeah, later. there you go. It's got that whole Harrison Ford, uh, you know, there are machines in our world, androids feeling, you know. So that's what we tried to put out, and I think it came out. It, it, it shined in the film. And then there was another. You have another short hidden in your resume. Yeah, I have another short tucked away. Uh, it's called The Collector. Uh, it's a, it's a uh, supernatural thriller. It's 14 minutes long. You can also find that on YouTube. Uh, it's Collector, not The Collector. Collector stars the late Brad Renfro, who was a famous child actor. Uh, he was an apt pupil, Bully the Client. Um, it's uh, that This particular short, Collector, uh, has won 27 film festival awards. So it's uh, it also is based on a feature screenplay that I've written called The Almighty, um, which is actually playing in the Milan, Milan International Film Festival in a few months. So, uh, yeah, I have a couple shorts that are out there. I'm hoping that the Art of Human Salvage uh, wins a few festival awards like my previous film. Um, they're both, you know, they're both uh, passion projects. I enjoyed doing both of the films. Yeah, the Art of Human Salvage, I mean, epic title, very gripping to watch, very visually um, kind of stunning, kind of, you know, it's beautiful. Some of those scenes are really, they look very deep, you know, like when you go to um, to a studio and you see that depth even you know, yeah, when, you, yeah. when you go to Disney and you go to Cars yeah. Land and it looks like you're actually in the Grand Canyon, you know, there's yeah, they have texture. The film has texture. I mean, you can literally, literally stop a frame and it looks like a photograph that's rich, full of layers, you know, different cool sci fi ele- elements, uh, a lot of some darkness, some light areas. Yeah, there's some light. There's definitely some light. I, I just thought it was amazing. And then here we are in the 818. I'm in Calabasas. You're like down the street. And, and, and then you tell me you filmed it where? We shot the film in Canoga Park, Canoga Park, that. California. I love that. So that you know, that's like the hood here, and and um, so that's that's kind of interesting to know for those of you who are local and in the eight one eight eight zero five. I mean, Canoga Park's like, you know, I didn't even know there was a soundstage in Canoga Park. Yeah, you know, it's, it's tucked in a, it's tucked in a very little pocket. You never know it's even there, you know, but. We, we could afford that place. You know, we could utilize the little bit of money we had to, to make a great film. And uh, they were willing to help us out, let us shoot a little bit longer than uh, they do with most of their clients. It's a very high-quality piece. And so the theartofhumansalvage.com, S-A-L-V-A-G-E, is where everybody can see it. So we need everybody to see it so that everybody can share it. You mentioned YouTube a minute ago. I just looked at your YouTube not that long ago. You have like 350 bazillion views on youtube and then you told me vimeo has another probably five hundred thousand yeah people so- we got to be close to a million by now because uh, it's also posted on our facebook page facebook.com 
the Art of Human Salvage. Uh, it's playing there as well. Facebook has its own uh, video player, so it plays there. We have a lot of views there, a lot of views on YouTube, a lot of views on Vimeo. Within the first 10 days, we had over 500,000 views um, uh, of the short on social media. So it, it took off really fast and it's still climbing um, as we speak. So since I am a, a film neophyte nobody, tell me once you have something like this, an amazing uh, video like this produced and, and completed and you get it out there and people are looking on it, where, what next? How do you get into festivals and where do you uh, actually plan to go with the Art of Human Salvage in 2015, 2016? Well, you know, to make it simple, uh, Edward James almost said to me on the phone a few weeks ago, he said, look, Dimps. You just got to get the money. You got to make the movie. I said, that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's what we're planning to do. That's what our, our, uh, our goal is. It took a team to make such a wonderful short. It's going to take a team to make a wonderful feature film as well. So um, with the people we have now, which are all industry accredited people, they all work on, on movies like I do, Avengers and big films. With that crew, with a few more producers, a few more investors, with Edward James Almost, a few more uh, leading actors, we can pull off another great project. So the, the idea behind this proof of concept short film is to roll it into a feature, to roll it into a bigger, uh, bigger product. That's, that's the idea. And then when you show it, let's say when you go on festival tour, do you have any secured where we can actually see the film? Because it's, it's amazing even on my gigantic monitor, you know, my, my, in my office. But yeah. it's, uh, yeah, I would love to see it on the big screen. And well, then I'm telling you, no matter where you see it, you, you are going to want to see this turned into a movie because it's because you want to know. You want to know what happens next. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I watched it on a 60 foot screen uh, last weekend. Oh, that's cool. And it was my first time seeing it on anything that big. Seeing your was, name. I, did you do yeah, the first time I mean, you saw was, your name on the It wasn't thing. just my name. It was like, wow, it's so big. You know, I'm used to seeing it on my little editing system, my, you know, Final Cut Pro editing system. You know, I was sitting on my TV at home, but sixty on a sixty foot screen, I mean, it's like huge, and it's like larger than life. And and I I almost stood up and said, "Look, play it again, please, <laughs> <laughs> one more time." You know what I mean? So, uh, I think going to the festivals it allows people to see um, what a film could be. You know, it allows them to see it in the arena that they're used to seeing other blockbuster films. So that's very important. It's very important for us to build. Um, uh, uh, viewers to build our social media uh, footprint. Uh, it's, it's, it's just it's a good thing to get this kind of film out there. This film does have a message. It's it's more than just you know uh, some kids dream to be a director. It, it the the film has an underlining message, and we want to get that out to the public as well. And that's where film festivals come in. It's wonderful to win awards. That's fantastic. But you know the bottom line is win an award or get the money to make the movie. I rather get the money to make the film. We know that on the big screen, you're still going to have the same epic quality that you would have. And some people don't. I've seen that too. You know, yeah. I, it also depends on your cast and crew and the talent involved. Some people only want to be involved with things that have a message. Yeah, I think that's important. I mean, because you got to have a strong reason for getting up every day and putting in the hard work that you do. I mean, it's no different than going to the gym every day. You have an underlying goal that is your focus to keep you going. So even making a film, when you have to rally all those people together and lead the troops into gunfire, you have to know that there's a reason why you're making that movie. It's just not because it's a movie 
and it can possibly put money in your pocket. There has to be a story that applies, something that takes us back to the good in human beings or the bad or whatever it is. You know what I mean? That has to be the driving force that gets us up to want to make a film every day because it's hard work. It's it, it's it, like I said, it takes preparation. It takes uh, it takes time. You got to know what you're doing. You got to it's a you know, you got to try. You got to try hard and. For those people who do festival films that don't look the greatest or they're not the best, they're learning. At least they're shooting the film. Well, they're, you have to put it out there just like anything yeah. else. You got to start it. You got to put it out there and you've got to see. You got to know what it's going to look like. You've got to know what it's going to cost. I've had friends that have done festivals and done very well. But it is very expensive, of course, to fly your film around the world and show it on the big screen. Yeah, but it's something you have to do. I mean, it's part of the game. Um, you can't make a film and put it on the shelf. Facebook There's also page, a Facebook page. Yep. Facebook.com, The Art of Human salvage we list everything that's happening with the film on that page daily we have contests we we actually recently just had a contest that chose three winners to be paid extras in the feature version of the film we try to make it fun for those who visit the facebook page keep them aware of what's happening with the short yeah so i really want to encourage everyone to take a look at this we'll find out on the facebook page what cities we can see hopefully he'll be closer to us and we don't have to fly to Cannes and uh <laughs> sundance in order to see it sharing the link is really where it's at for this. Sharing the link so that you can see it on YouTube, on Vimeo. Share the short. Take a look at the short. See what you think. You want to plunk it down as executive producer? It is all yours. You can be that person. You know, a filmmaker never quits. As we're raising money, as we're putting together the project, the feature version of The Art of Human Salvage, myself, the writer of the short, who's also the writer of the feature screenplay of the same title, The Art of Human Salvage, uh, we're working on another project as we speak, another sci-fi project that we hope to roll cameras on next summer and try to get Netflix involved. So is it a secret or can we know the name or we can't uh, know the it's name a secret. We can't tell you the name yet. It's a secret because we want to. We want to polish it. We want it to be. We want it to be right. We want to find the right actors. We want to make everything. We're, we're creating a product. We're telling a story. We're making a film, but we are creating a product. Part of the bottom line. We want to have something that sells so that we can continue making making films. You know what I mean. So I can't cash in too many pop bottles uh, <laughs> and continue the quality. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, Yeah, well, let me know. And, of course, we can have you back and we'll follow the film. And, and then we can talk more when your other project is not a secret. We can share it with the audience. Yes, we'd love to. I'm going to spell out the link. It's The Art the art of Human Salvage, S-A-L-V-A-G-E dot com. So you can get the trailer there. You can also get the trailer, The Art of Human Salvage on YouTube, The Art of Human Salvage on, on Vimeo. And there is a Facebook page for The Art of Human Salvage. And that's where we can get the current event schedule for the festivals, the screenings, the contests, and all of that other fun stuff. That's right. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much, Dempsey. I'll talk to you Find soon. us Thank at M I C H E L E, thetrainer.com. Read Michelle's blog posts at engineeringwellness.com. At M I C H E L E, trainer on Twitter.